Okay. Good morning, honey. Good morning, dear. <laughs> so we were just talking about Martin Armstrong. The upcoming election. Say a little bit about Martin Armstrong first. Martin Armstrong is a uh, cycles analyst. He um, he got famous back in the eight. He called the uh, 1987 crash right to the day. Um, and he's called other financial crises. He's predicted them with um, uncanny accuracy. Uh, he uh, developed a. Um, uh, an artificial intelligence system that he calls Socrates. Mm -hmm. He spent almost 10 years in jail while the feds were trying to um, coerce him into giving them his source code for this. For, for Socrates. The, for this Socrates. Um, first they tried to buy it? First they tried to buy it, then they, and he said, no. You know, for I, how much? I don't, he said, it's not for sale. Oh. And uh, he said, I'll, I'll, you can subscribe to it like everybody else, mm -hmm. you know. And they said, no, the CIA had to own it. And so in their attempt to own, you know, to coerce him into doing it, he spent almost nine years in prison. Wow. And was damn near killed in prison, too. <laughs> wow. Um, but, you know, that, that's another story, which he could, you could tell. You should probably get the, uh, there's a documentary that, <clears throat> I don't know that he did it, but somebody who knows him did it, called uh, The Forecaster. And it's available online. And it's... Uh, <clears throat> I, I I watched it once and uh, it's well worth watching. I'm gonna give you a lot of background about mm -hmm. about uh, Armstrong. He's well connected. He knows he knows people. He was he was pals with uh, uh, with Margaret Thatcher. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, literally sit down, you yeah. know, chumming around, pals with with Margaret Thatcher. And um, Yo, Mags, what's up? You know, yeah, exactly. And he. Um, he knows a lot of rich, powerful people. Mm -hmm. They subscribe to his service. Of course. You know, for fifteen dollars uh, a month, or uh, no, no, they, these are big subscribers. Oh, you know, okay. I subs I'm a fifteen dollar month. We're a fifteen dollar month. Okay. <laughs> uh, these guys, the, the guys who pay the real money, get the real advice. Yeah. Um, where was I here? Talking about went to prison, so. Um, oh, so, so he runs a prediction yeah. service. He knows a lot of very well-connected people because they subscribe to his service. Right. You know, uh, right. governments and big corporations. And right. He was, uh, his Socrates um, predicted the uh, <clears throat> the corona crash. Right. Tell about tell what, about that. Is that the EC, what the, he calls the ECM, the economic, I can't remember the name, what it, what it stands for. But it, there's these certain turning points. Uh, <coughs> that he predicts, so and there was one in early January. He doesn't predict there's an <coughs> epidemic or a, plan, a no, pandemic. No, no, well, the, the, the computer doesn't know. Yeah, right. the computer says something Some, big is going to happen in 2020. Right, exactly. Right. And his, oddly enough, his computer, for reasons he could not figure out, was predicting a tremendous increase in unemployment in 2020. Right. An inexplicable, you know, and it was predicting in 2019, such, you're like, a, what? such a big I mean, he's, it was predicting 25, 30% unemployment. Right. He said, you know, that's that's great depression levels. And he said he couldn't figure out why. And then uh, the coronavirus thing unfolded and he saw exactly why. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it's an indication of how accurate the his prediction system is, right. his software is, because, mm -hmm. the, and he claims the way, it, the reason it works is there's no emotions, there's no opinions. Mm -hmm. It just takes the data that he feeds into it from all kinds of markets all over the world, mm -hmm. and it 
Yeah, he's got to give it all the data, but yeah, he's got to give it the data, but he just gives it all the data he can find. Yeah, you know, and let's let's the the software sort it out. Mm -hmm. So his software, he he writes a daily blog, and a lot of it has to do with you know the predictions that his software is making. Mm -hmm. uh, his software predicted a market crash in January, uh, during which all the insiders on this Corona hoax uh, got out of the market. They all sold off right. you know, big time, right? including many, many bigwigs in Congress. Of course, and there was a big, I remember reading about that, that they, people were blaming it on, you know, that they set it up and then... They did set it up. Okay. It was set up. Right, right, right. No, they did set up the, what was going to happen in the market. I can't remember all the headlines. And oh, they couldn't, but, no, they couldn't set up the market, but they could set up the situation where there would be so many people selling yeah. that there would be... Right. And but let's get back people, to okay. Yeah, I also <coughs> want to say also for the listeners that we are sitting outside on our front porch, and that's why you hear birds, and that's why you hear cars going by occasionally. But we're way out in the country, so hardly they don't ever. Don't very often, do they? Yeah. So we were talking about we're talking about the election. The election. Who's so what else did he did he predict? <coughs> Wasn't there something else? He well, he predicts this year? nobody. Nobody. It'll be a contentious election. Probably the most dishonest election in the history of. Uh, American elections, and that neither side, and that neither side will accept the winner. Right. If they, neither side will accept it if they lose. Right, right, of course. You know, so the one side's going to be, going to not accept it no matter what happens. Right, and that could be either side. <clears throat> could be either side. Could be thrown into the the Supreme Court again. Who knows? He, he doesn't know, but his his computer system is predicting that it will be very contentious, and that 2022 and 2021 will see a great deal of civil unrest. Uh, his theory about the disease is that it's part of a um, part of an effort to save socialism, which is in decline and collapsing. Um, they've made promises, uh, pensions specifically, but many others, mm -hmm, of course, mm -hmm. that just can't be kept. Right. They no matter. I mean, there's just not enough just wealth not enough. in the private economy to confiscate it and pay the pensions. Yeah. You know. I know everybody talks about in Kentucky how Bevin was going to save it and Bashir is spending it, but doesn't nobody can save nobody it? Nobody can save it. Bevin was no. at least making a gesture. Yeah, I mean, he was. He was uh, temporarily he funded it at least for a mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. You know, Bashir started stopped funding it immediately mm -hmm. as soon as he was in office. Right. Um, it's doomed. I mean, if you just knock the numbers together, the amount it's, of wealth that has possible. to be extracted from the Kentucky the people working who, class and we who are now, now have fifty percent unemployed. Highest unemployment in the nation. Yeah, fifty percent yeah. unemployment. Uh, where that's where the pension money comes from. Yeah. The working people of Kentucky have to produce it and right. hand it over to the teachers. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. With fifty percent of them out of work, they're just barely going to keep know. you know and grits on the table. Bashir just wants to take it from. You know, he applied for an eight hundred million dollar loan yeah. or something what, from the government. And, from the government. And, and universal income is going to save us all. Right. I'm sorry. People have you know. Stuff doesn't just arise out of the ground magically for right. people to buy with welfare checks. Right. Somebody has to actually produce the stuff. China, who's pissed <laughs> off at us now. <laughs> I don't know. Others, I can't, can't produce, I China can't produce everything. They can't produce the tomatoes, for God's sake. No, that's true. <laughs> and I do want to say one other thing. Um, as an introduction, uh, I'm a fiscal conservative social liberal, former tree hugger. And um, my husband here is a libertarian curmudgeon, so he's not. He doesn't vote because he doesn't think they. They're, it only encourages them. <laughs> it only encourages them. Um, if they, if it were, 
What if it worked? They they wouldn't allow it, or oh yeah, if, if yeah. it had any effect, if it, you know, yeah. if, if you really had any power, right? So wouldn't. he's like apolitical, tends tends more conservative or libertarian, but and and the Republicans and Democrats aren't Republicans and they're, Democrats. They're just two sides of the same coin. Yeah, and both they just of, fight all, differently. You know, both of them favor larger government always, mm-hmm. and more government dependence always. Right. And bigger budgets and you know right. war. Yeah. Really, either party doesn't want a war. Well, Trump doesn't seem to so far. I mean, he doesn't decide. He is the commander in chief. He could have pulled troops out of every place he wanted to. He's, but he tri- he's tried. Yeah, I know, but, but the, he you know, they so don't have it. I know. I, I don't <laughs> want to really want to talk about Trump because that just gets people fighting mad. I feel better about Trump than I would have about Hillary, but yeah. you know, Trump is kind of a disappointment to me, too. Well, not as much. Right. Not, not as much Not to as me. much. Right. Definitely not as much. Hillary would yeah. have already had us in several other wars, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. She's, <coughs> she loves war. And she whether she'll, and, and we were talking about the... Yeah. The, the is Biden going to be the Democratic can, can nomination? Can Biden be the nominee? I don't know. I don't think he's got the... Uh, I don't think he's healthy enough. No, and, he's in the early stages of dementia. It's pretty clear. Yeah, and he's also not a not a powerful enough figure to go up against Donald Trump. No, he hasn't got the the personality. L- love him or hate him, Donald Trump has a big personality. You know, back in his prime, when he was you know in the in the throes of his best corruption deals, you know, I'm Biden, sure he was much more assertive. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he's like a, he's like a nothing. He's like a. So he's a he's an apparatchik. He's a he's yeah. a loyal party guy who's been a loyal party guy his so, whole career. So we think at the DNC, which is going to be in August, I believe. Yeah, they may they may figure out some way to put Hillary back on the stack, or maybe maybe yeah. Michelle Obama. Yeah, that's what we're thinking, Michelle or Hillary. But can you know could Biden hold up in a debate against Trump? I don't think so. Not a chance. I don't think so. He's the guy who was just saying 150 million people died of the, of the coronavirus. He said that. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> he's just kind of losing track. Yeah. Of things, he just you know? yeah. He's, he's he's not. He's not all there. He can't keep all his facts straight enough. No. Yeah. Trump would demolish him. Did and you, did you see that Trump ad? No. There was a there's like a 40 second Trump ad where. They cut to several pictures of Biden uh, trying to think of something to say. He's going, um, uh, uh, you know, he's oh. kind of staring down. They would cut to that a few times mm-hmm. and suggest that it might not be such a great idea to have a guy like this right. as the leader of the free world. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that would not you know? be good. And, and, the, and the, it's not like we the hate ad, Biden. The I ad mean, is devastating. Know. No, I got nothing against Biden. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's no, no more or less corrupt than any other politician. Right. You know? Right. They're all corrupt. Well, that's what I liked about Trump was that well, he's, he wasn't. He's, he's, he's not, not a poli- corrupt. He's right. not a politician. Exactly. He's not and corrupt, he can't and he's be not bought. a politician. That's right. So he's you got to get to him some other way, and maybe they have. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's got a but kid. He's got a kid. <laughs> well, he's got kids. He's got a wife. He's got a wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know the, but, uh, the his enemies have no scruples. <clears throat> no. I don't think I don't think they think they can get away with assassinating him. Obviously not. Or they would have already. Or they would have already. It's not out of the question, though, for the if he wins the second term. Yeah. He's not a he's not a establishment guy. No. And my vote for Trump was more a vote against Hillary. I don't want mm-hmm. I don't want Hillary. I don't trust her. No. And that's all it comes down to. 
Who do I trust the least? Who do I trust the most? Which is a, you know, kind of a crazy thought about a politician. <clears throat> no, politicians, it's always, yeah, who do I trust the most? If I were a voter, I'd be a one-issue voter. It's very simple to resolve. Guns. If they don't trust you with a gun, yeah. why would you trust them with anything? Right. You know, what do they think I'm going to do with that gun? Right. Or what and do they a, think they're going to do to me that makes me want to shoot them? Yeah. And I read something the other day, you know, some guy said, politicians are just people like us who got into a position of power. They're, mm -hmm. no, they're no smarter. No. God knows they're no smarter. God knows they're no smarter. And probably the smartest people don't get into politics. No, they don't. Why would they be attracted to politics? Yeah. They're busy doing other <clears throat> stuff. You know, people attracted to politics are people attracted to power. Right. Which means they can't be trusted. Unearned, unearned power. Unearned you know, power. power. That, that results but, simply from your position rather than right. from your, your merit. You know, when I go into the Kentucky generals, the Kentucky legislature rooms, the meeting rooms, mm -hmm. they're all up high in these wood paneled, and we're practically on folding right. chairs in the audience. Exactly. And yeah. I, it always seems to me... Who do they no, it's, think it's, they are? It's not, it's not so that everybody can see them more easily. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> These big, lavish... I would like to go in there with a sledgehammer and give them some yeah. folding tables. Yeah, like you guys need to sit down at these folding chairs and tables like right. we are. Yeah. You know, and as you... We lived in Costa Rica for five years, and you deal with a lot of bureaucracy. They love their bureaucracy, except for that the buildings are old. It, it's humble. It's humble. It's humble. Everybody's in a folding chair they're, at an old metal desk with not filing, the, right. <laughs> filing folders stacked. You go yeah. to Immigración. Yeah, they're not these sleek, they are, you know, oh architectural wonders that you find even I, at the county level here. I, I have pictures in, of immigration when we're standing in line outside. Yeah. And there's, you know, you, I was looking at a woman's desk and there was a hole in the window with duct tape over it <laughs> from outside. Yeah. And her desk's. There were folders everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the windows were dirty. Yeah, this was how this, bureaucracy, yeah, how, that's a how it worked. government office should look. Right, it should. Not like, like a palace. You know, these guys, what that bureaucracy did, it just kept people waiting, waiting long in lines, lines long to lines. pay tiny sums, mm -hmm. you know, for permission to do something. Right. And that's what they did. Long lines to pay tiny money. sums for permission they to were do very, something. They were very small sums. <laughs> yeah, they were. You know, because few, the Ticos were so poor. Right. But the Ticos <laughs> could be poor because the government did everything. The government keeps them poor. Yes, the government you know, keeps them poor. The, a a payon with, you know, when they're running 15, 20% inflation mm -hmm. per year, a guy making, you know, $500 a month, mm -hmm. anything he could afford to sit aside would be just chewed up by inflation right. you know, long before he'll accumulate any capital. Right. They just live in, But the government takes care of them cradle to grave. Yeah, they do. Health care, well, everything. Such as it is. And the payon is like an everyday guy, everyday person. That's like an everyday guy. And in English, we would pronounce that peon. Peon, right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where... Down, and there, that's, there, down there, there's a much different... There's the class... Class. Situation, Huge. which is you know the padron and the peon are yeah. two distinct two classes completely of different. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's it's very telling. Yeah, and I only ever saw it bubble to the surface in in traffic. I saw a guy driving a truck, obviously a working man, mm -hmm. uh, going over a one lane bridge, and in front of him was a guy driving a Mercedes. Uh -huh. And the decision was, who's going to back up? Right. And the guy in the truck would not back up. <laughs> he made the guy in the Mercedes back up. <laughs> so it was, him. you know, small, small yeah, victories small for, victories. The, for the peonage, you know. Right. <laughs>
Yeah. That'd be a good book, Bridges of Costa Rica. Oh my God, some of I those bridges. Very many Lord have mercy. <laughs> I still have my videos of going over the shit, the, the oh shit, bridge, and the oh my yeah. God bridges. Yeah, I don't think they're there anymore. No, they're not. At least one of them's not. Yeah. But I do have my videos. Oh Lord. Yeah, so. yeah. You you literally say "Oh my God" before you drive over those bridges. Oh shit, because you think you're gonna die. The only reason you do it is because everybody else did because it. Because everybody else. <laughs> if you were, were alone, you, were you would never go over. Yeah, if you were alone and didn't see anybody, you'd think, "No, this nah, bridge is not working gotta be anymore." Some other there's got. I need to drive through the <laughs> through the river. That must be how people do it, rather than drive over these bridges. Yeah, at least you'd save the fall. Yeah. So. Okay, well, I guess that's enough. It's 17 minutes. That's pretty long. And probably not that interesting. Are you kidding me? We're fascinating. Who wouldn't want to hear this? Who wouldn't want to hear this? Okay, you all, signing off. Have a great day. It's what day is today? It's Tuesday, July 14th. Okay, see ya. Bye. Oh, I don't know how to turn it off. Stop. Good morning, America. This is Hal and Sally. Sal and Hallie. It's Saturday, October 29th or 30th. <laughs> no, you, got, you almost got the month right. Oh, it's August. <laughs> because I was watching that from video from January 28th. Last night I watched a video of Redfield, uh, head of the CDC, Fauci, head of the NA. N-I-A-I-D, and two other people who I don't remember who they are. One guy, oh, one is the, I think the head of the HHS. He had the authority to shut down the world, and he said he probably wasn't going to use that unless it was a danger to Americans. Um, and then there was another woman there, but not Burks. But they were talking about, they talked about a lot of things. It was just the beginning. They, they had five people. We had five, on January 28th, 2020, we had five people. Five cases. Five cases yeah. of people who had coronavirus, and these people had come directly from China. And I recorded a couple of clips I'm going to put on Facebook this morning. One is Fauci talking about how in the history of viruses, asymptomatic people have never been the drivers of a pandemic, that they are... In the rare instance when an asymptomatic person transmits the virus, very rare. And oh, and he also at the very beginning, they uh, it was a, a press conference, and the, somebody asked about treatments, and he said, "Well, we're looking at there is no cure for coronavirus." Totally forgetting his 2015 study that the NIH did that proved that, or 2005 study that proved that hydroxychloroquine was a cure for coronavirus. Um, he mentioned remdesivir, and he said there's a company in Moderna who's already working on a vaccine. Moderna. Moderna. 20 years of business, never a successful vaccine. Never a successful vaccine. <clears throat> so I have always believed that the virus came from the Wuhan lab. It just is too incredible to think that. And I read a, a, an interesting report by an epidemiologist who said it takes years for a virus. You can't eat a dead bat and have that virus that the bat has jump to a human. It takes years of, of 
mutation mm -hmm. to change it. <coughs> and there we have a lab in Wuhan working on coronaviruses that came from bats. Well, this was the same lab that <coughs> Fauci had been sending money to yes. to enhance the uh, infectivity, to enhance the um, transmissibility of, of uh, viruses. Right. Specifically bats. Oh, Coronaviruses from bats. That, but, and but the, and, the, and the, the research had been done in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. But then they shut it down because it was too dangerous. Right. So they then didn't they want, moved they it. They didn't want taxpayer dollars, you know, They working. didn't want to have it be danger to American people. Right. So he sent everything over to Wuhan. Right. With the money, the money along with it. Yes, the money along with it. Which I don't think he was supposed to do. Probably not. But he did it. <clears throat> so here it is, Hubei Province, Wuhan, the lab, but we're supposed to believe, working on this very virus, but we're supposed to believe that it jumped from a bat to a human. Yeah. And, the, and then there's the, the question of it ever having been isolated and actually identified as a unique virus. I don't think that's happened. No, and they, they said in this press conference that the the <coughs> Chinese have identified the, the 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 protein spike or something and that they're gonna use PCR testing. Which of course we know now that PCR testing doesn't identify a specific right. virus. It it identifies what you tell it to identify. In other words, you have to give it you have to give it a what they call a probe, a starting point. Uh-huh. You know, for right. you give it something to look for. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> so you need to you need to have a unique. Yeah, here's you need what to have you're one looking for. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna play hide and seek, but don't <clears throat> look behind the bedroom door. And it's an iteration test. In other words, <clears throat> there's a doubling <clears throat> there's a doubling with each um iteration of the test. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh depending upon who made the test the number of doublings is different for a positive or a negative result. In other words, some of them uh, use 30 doublings, but mm -hmm. somebody, some of them use as many as 40. And if you really want to find a positive result, you just keep doubling and doubling until you get it. Right. So it's, so it's entirely right. arbitrary. You're going to get something right. eventually if you do enough doublings. Right. And they were using a test at that time that I think they finally stopped using. I, I don't know. But anyway, there were only five people. And they contact traced the hell out of those five people. Yeah. Now, if contact tracing worked, wouldn't that have ended it? Would they have, well, if they had found the people. Well, they, <coughs> they knew the five people. No, they I mean, if they, knew, if they had found all the contacts. Right. But there was only five. Mm -hmm. But if five people have contacted 50 people each, that's a lot of people. I understand, honey. I, I'm, what I'm saying is, it's not contact tracing could never work. No. Because you could never find all the people. No. So, so you know, a stab at contact tracing is just a, a way to gather names and names and phone numbers. Yeah. Because it, it can't possibly. <coughs> my point is that it can't right. work. It can't work. You only had five infected people. You contact traced the hell out of those people. And we still ended up with almost 200,000 dead people. Yeah. And how many millions of cases in the U.S.? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. But Five I, I read, uh, but the media has been so effective in terrorizing everybody. I read uh, Mercola uh, published a, uh, a survey that was done among Americans right. where they oh. asked Americans how many people they thought had died in the United States of COVID virus. And the average, the median number was 30 million. <laughs> 
Americans think 30 million people have died of this virus. Wow. So effective is media propaganda. Yeah, you know, that's the that's the story. You know? That's the story. That's the story. Here's how, you know, we 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 were able to exaggerate in the minds of the American public uh, 150,000 deaths, we turned it into 30 million. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what a what a wonder public relations are. What a wonder media you know, media propaganda is. Yeah. It can do almost anything. Well, the thing that I woke up thinking was, or the thing that I, when we first started talking this morning, was that I've always suspected that, you know, I don't know, now I'm going back and forth as I say the words, that Fauci, in this video that I have, he and he and the HHS guy and Redfield are all like, no need to panic, we only have five, you know, we got this under control, we already have a vaccine, we have remdesivir. So there was zero panic, and then they turn around. And shut down the world. Yeah. So was the plan to shut down the world from the beginning? It had to be. It had to be. It had to be because they did it so fast. Everybody and, had to know. And everybody was on board. 200 countries across the world were on board with this. this yeah. is not, it's just not... 200 um, countries don't agree about anything. So so was it part of the plan <coughs> that we're going to go, no worries, no worries? And then, <laughs> and oh, then, my God, oh, my worry. God, worry! Yeah, I don't know. Is that the part of the plan? I don't know. It doesn't seem to make much sense. Because, yeah, so I was thinking that it, it was a virus that had escaped, but, of course, it didn't escape. They let it out because... Yeah, if it even exists. I mean, you know, a coronavirus, that's the... Since the 60s, people have known that's the source of the common cold. There's right. all kinds of different coronaviruses. Right. And well, that was the 201 event. Right. That the, 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 that they, the, what do they call it? Oh, the... The, um... Yeah, I know, the... When, the, the, when you pretend... Yeah. The, coron the actual corona theater that they did in October mm -hmm. of 2019. <coughs> event 201. <coughs> you know, all these, you know... Where they well, pretended the whole thing happened. A lot of government hoaxes happen when there are exercises. Well, that was 9-11. I remember there was some <laughs> yeah. exercise. That's there's one of the... There's always an exercise. Oh, and they, you know, they knew that an airplane flying into a yeah. building was a possible... Yeah. And all of the... All of the airplanes that were protecting the eastern... Yeah, they were, they were managed to be somewhere else. They were somewhere else in doing a practice. Yeah. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. I know the whole thing. I don't want to talk about 9-11. I have my new thing to be worried about. Okay. My new government hoax. My new government hoax. The pandemic. Yeah, it's got to be planned. How anybody yeah. can think this is a virus that got out of control. I know. And the, the world mysteriously, in unity, decided to to act the way the world has never acted. Right, and they even said, last night they said, you know, we have a plan in place for when a pandemic hits. You isolate the infected, you do contact tracing, you talk to all those people, you keep them isolated, and they turn around and isolate everybody. Yeah. Lock everybody in their homes. <clears throat> well, this, is, this is before they announced the, the Great Reset. Armstrong makes a lot of the reset. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a what it literally is a globalist plan to destroy the economy as it is and uh, uh, redevelop it in the, in the green model without uh, without fossil fuels and you know with renewable energy sources and, and the you know, wind? A, a clean a clean green <coughs> uh, world which would of course support only a much much smaller population 
Well, they've managed to kill, I mean, they literally have killed off 200,000 old people. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> In places like New York, literally murdered them. Literally murdered. <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> and they're still putting people on respirators. Yes. And not using hydroxychloroquine or budesonide or ivermectin. Mm -hmm. uh, but at least. All of which coincidentally were over the counter drugs in Costa Rica, according, right. to, Scott. according to Scott, and are now suddenly prescription drugs for the first time, <coughs> first time in 50 years. <coughs> so you got to ask yourself why did the Costa Rican legislature suddenly decide that this drug now is simply too dangerous to use when it's been over the counter for? Many years, yeah. you know, Costa Rica is a country that has malaria. Right. Um, people, you know, you, you eat them like M and M's. Right. Against against malaria. Against there's, malaria. There's no prescription. There's no prescribed dosage. You just eat them every day. Right. You know. Right. As many as you think you need. I think, it's, yeah, but it's. I mean, there is a prescribed dosage, but right. it's it's just not a dangerous drug. No. And it's not really, exactly. really effective against malaria. Those kinds of uh, viruses. And apparently, <coughs> coronavirus. Yes, apparently. But no, that that can't be now. Well, if you're following the money, the vaccine is where you gotta. The vaccine is the end of the yeah, trail. Yeah, you the follow the, the money. It's the end of the rainbow. You right. know, somebody's gonna make gazillions and, of dollars. And the only people who benefit from this whole thing, you know, Cheryl Atkinson was an award-winning <clears throat> investigative reporter for CBS, mm -hmm. and she did a whole investigative investigation on the H1N1 from 2012 or whenever the last one it, yeah. or 2009 and she said it was a hoax the only people who benefited was pharma yep. um, people have forgotten that yeah they forget it was a hoax and what they forget about the mass immunization against uh... against well there were two <coughs> H1N1s there's one in '76, right? That one, which went is the very mass bad. immunization, went very badly. <laughs> yeah, many, yeah. many more people were injured. In Just in the UK, I found a headline for six hundred yeah. billion dollars are being yeah. spent for children injured by that. Just vaccines. thrown away. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, so now Fauci apparently had some polyps removed on his vocal cord. He can't talk for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> now. That could be a big benefit. It could. Oh, absolutely! It'll be a big benefit. <clears throat> they had to shut him up. But seems a little extreme. <laughs> well, it was the only way to shut him up. Could have cut his tongue out. I, oh, how? Thanks. <laughs> okay, I haven't had breakfast yet. But, and Burks has suddenly disappeared. I guess she's off in Sioux Falls, Idaho. Scaring people. Scaring people. <clears throat> but she's, well, we don't watch the news, so how would we know if they're on the news or not? True. I'd love to see that guy, Scott, what's his name? Um, Atlas. Scott Atlas. Oh, uh, yeah. You don't I see much of him on the news. I know. That's probably because he's not saying the right things. Well, he works for Trump now. Right. He works on the, he's on the coronavirus task force. He's the doctor. Yeah, he's not going to get a lot of airtime from uh, the media. Yeah, but he hasn't been put out there to be. You know. It's all public relations and politics. <coughs> <coughs> Jesus.
<coughs> Sorry, we're coughing so much. Clearing the pipes. But yeah, it's interesting. And I, I would love to know. I don't want to ask. Well, I'm going to ask. I want to know how it is in other states. Are people wearing masks? In Australia, I also watched a video last night where a mother posted on Facebook that go out and take a walk at the local park. Three police officers in two different cop cars came to her door and asked what? her about it. Yeah, in Australia. And asked her about it. And she said, it's legal to go outside for an hour and to walk. And I'm encouraging people to do that. And I couldn't hear everything they said, but I could hear her answers. Yeah. And, um, you know, she just kept saying, it's it's perfectly legal to do this. I'm not, I'm not instigating right. a riot or anything. And then at the end of their conversation, another cop car drove up. And she was like, why are there three cops in two cars? Oh, and look, there's another cop car. We've got such a dearth of crime all of a sudden that we can right. gather around on a Facebook post for a mother of a you know a mother of an eight year old boy urging people to go outside for an hour. Yeah, which is legal. She yeah, said, I'm, not, little, I'm not telling people to gather together. It's a little creepy. It is totally creepy, <clears throat> and then you know some woman people, some woman on my thread, she said in France they've mandated. She was in France. She said they've mandated masks. And you are fined. First infraction is this many euros. Second is this many. Third is this many. Fourth is you go to jail if you don't wear a mask outside. And she said that's coming to America. And I think there's a couple of places where they tried. I think New York, they fine you. I would like to think that Americans would not put up with it. I would like to think that too. Although we're so easily manipulated. Well, you know, people think they're wearing these. They're wearing these masks to save Granny. No, they're not doing it because they're afraid. If you ever say right. to somebody, oh, well, if you're afraid, you should wear a mask. They'll say, I'm not afraid. I'm doing it. I'm out, doing of it out of respect for others. Well, that's others, why I made you know? that post yesterday, <clears throat> is you're respecting the wrong people. Yeah. You're respecting people who, you know. Who are manipulating you. Who are being, who are being mani allowing themselves to be manipulated, mm -hmm. rather than people who think for themselves. Could you imagine... That picture at the end of the war where they're put, you know, putting up the flag. Yeah. All those guys are wearing masks. <laughs> hey! <coughs> oh, the dog, sorry. She has no idea what it was. It's just a branch falling out of that dead tree. Oh. See it? Oh, yeah, I, did, I do see it on the ground. Yeah. Sound like a gunshot. It's a dead tree. Yeah. And it's coming down in little tiny pieces. Yeah. Okay, Samson, thank good, you for good boy, saving us from the tree branch. That's it, you tell him. No, you tell him. Samson is a great Pyrenees. They're eight years old now. I know, he's an old great Pyrenees. He's an old great Pyrenees. But he still has his guardian instincts. He does, he's protecting us. He grew up in a chicken coop. I know. Remember the two of them carrying that black chicken across the chicken coop yard? That was yep. the craziest thing I ever saw. They have no idea that they eat 300 chickens a year. <laughs> no idea whatsoever. We feed them raw chicken. Way cheaper than dog food. Way cheaper. It's, it's quite like, a bit uh, You know, if you can get it on sale, it's save a lot. It's half the price. Yeah. You know, 30 cents a pound as opposed to 
75 I yeah, think is what it food. is. Yeah, for dog food. The good dog food, you can pay a buck a pound. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get the good dog food. So, what's the end game? And people are starting to ask, what's the end game? Zero deaths? Zero yeah, right. cases? When, when are we allowed to go back to normal? What, what right. is normal? Right. No cases? You guys, right. are, they're desperately looking for cases. Oh, and the CDC made some other recommendations about no quarantine after you travel. You don't have to automatically travel when you go somewhere. Great idea. Yeah. So well, how does that Andy relate Bashir, to... Andy yeah. Bashir said, we're not listening to that. We're doing what we know is right. Who's we? Andy. <laughs> I know. And, That's Andy what and, I'd like to say. And oh, Stack or Okay, Slacker. Andy, who's we? Our, our, um, <clears throat> the Dr. Stack, who is the head of our health department in Kentucky, the two of them are going to make the rules now. Obviously a guy who needs to be fired. Obviously. Along with Andy. Mm-hmm. How did we get set up so that Andy could declare himself dictator for goddamn because, near a year? Because of the S-36, the emergency yeah, powers. Yeah, the, the SB-39 and, SB and all of that. But once the legislature's gone, they're gone forever. They yeah. don't come back for a year. Right. I had no idea that they were they, they were in session for only such a short time. <coughs> Hardly yeah. seems they could do so much damage in such a short time. And they have pensions. But accumulates. <laughs> Yeah, their damage accumulates. Yeah, so yeah, they're only they have short sessions and long sessions, mm -hmm. and the short sessions are thirty days, yeah. and the long sessions are sixty days. But of course, they the sixty business days, right. thirty business days. So, with holidays and snow days because it's January, February. It's extend, usually extended until April that they're actually in. But they get paid for being there when they all have other jobs. Yeah. Committees do meet. Committees are meeting now. And they're talking. Yeah, well, I hope they're talking about getting rid of Andy. Well, they're, you know, Savannah Maddox <coughs> wrote a great bill. I read the bill. Because it was a vast improvement. Vast improvement. And Chris Wiest wrote the bill. Maybe. Yeah, with Savannah. Um, but there are at least six other bills now introduced by other people. Right. So this is all a jockeying for position. They don't yeah. want Savannah to have this. She's a girl. She's a young right. girl. Um, right, yeah, they want some of They want one of the good of the old big, boys. Some of the big wig. <clears throat> so, but all the new bills, there's going to be stuff added to them. Yeah. Like Nancy Pelosi's pork. Yeah, other stuff. Other stuff. And these are all going to be Republicans. You know, the Democrats are not going to stop Andy's nope. power grab. Not at all. And the Republicans, half of them are inclined to be Democrats anyway. Yeah. So, who knows what we're going to get. That's why I have so much hope for Make Americans Free Again. But a lot of states are in our position. Well... Democrat-controlled states are in our position, where the king has just the Emergency Powers Act. And Savannah introduced this bill last year, Yeah. and they ignored it. Yeah. And here we are. So, I don't know. to 
see what Adrian Southworth thinks of it. But she'll be in office after November. That would be nice. Yeah. So those are our thoughts this morning. Hope you all have a great Saturday. Goodbye, America. Bye, America. Both of you. America, both of you, all your listeners. <laughs>